Okay, ready? Yeah, let's get started. Hey, and welcome back to the Hen House. I'm Emily. And I'm Michaela. I'm not a farmer. <laughs> and I am a farmer. Oh, wait, you were supposed to. Oh, that's okay. I like it. <laughs> we decided to change it up. Yeah, today. we were like, oh, maybe I'll go first this time. And I was like, I've never gone first. And then, but I don't know. But then I said my line. So, but it's okay. That's Anyways, right. welcome back to the Hen House, guys. Thank you so much for coming back. This is our fifth episode. Can you guys believe that? Five like, that's crazy. Seven. Like, I, f- I was saying to Michaela the other day, I was like, I feel like we've been doing this for like a really long time already, but at the same time, like it feels like just yesterday we started. Yeah. And every time we like record an episode, I'm like, oh, I'm so excited for them I to hear, know. but we have to wait. I know. And like, so we just we, know ahead of you guys. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, you guys have to wait too every two weeks. So it feels like everyone's waiting, but it's exciting. Like. It is exciting. It's like, cause we record one week and then the week that we have off from recording that's the week it gets released yeah so but we're always one ahead so it feels weird because yeah but anyways it's really exciting yeah i'm having a lot of fun doing this me too i I am always excited when we come like it's podcast day we have to record well not have to we get to record (laughs) and it's always just so fun i always pretend i'm saying i'm gonna rest my voice today because like we have a podcast (laughs) later (laughs) make sure i drink lots of water yeah i did not i had a busy day at work so oh well anyways we just wanted to welcome you guys back um so last time like two weeks ago you would have heard we had kelly on the podcast um and that was our first guest which i think went pretty well yeah Yeah, i think so too yeah so i well you guys will know how it Mm. went and we'll get our feedback from you guys and it was so fun to have her here Mm -hmm. and i'm excited to have other guests like it's gonna be a regular thing yeah we've decided what we're gonna do we're gonna do kind of like three episodes of Michaela and I so that you can like get the you know regularly scheduled content and then um kind of like every third episode we do a guest um so that way we can just have other people on to talk about their specialties Mm -hmm. um and yeah and then you just don't hear from us so it would be yeah it's really fun to have the guests yeah no that sounds (laughs) it's good I it was really fun just having another person here who loves farming just as much as you do. Yeah. And just get to see and like talk to her about all the stories that she's had and like how kind of like God has worked through her farm and like, you know, and her life to get her to farming. Um, So anyways, it was just really cool for me because that was only my second time meeting her. So it was kind of like a second meeting again. And I got to like really hear and deep dive into, you know, when she gets up in the morning and then like does all her chores and like i think she said she wakes up like really early yeah 4 30 yeah 4 30 that's crazy yeah and i i've talked to kelly like numerous times but never really like sat down for an hour and Mm -hmm. just had a conversation about her farm yeah and like it's always about something we're kind of going through yeah and so it was really cool just to have her like I learned a lot just about her personally mm-hmm. and then more about her farm. So, yeah, yeah I know it was just so, so again, Kelly, thank you so much for coming on. Yeah. <laughs> and we look forward to have our next guest, which we're not sure yet. We have to decide. We gotta pick. We have a, yeah. we have a good list. So. We do have a great <laughs> list of guests. So <laughs> it's kind of like a little sneak peek for you guys. <laughs> um, so, and at the beginning of each episode, we want to talk about, we call it our burn pile and it's stuff that um, either we want to correct from what we said in the last episode or anything we want to amend. Um, so I think we only have 
one thing and it's not even really a thing it was more just a question we had and we googled it yeah we were wondering if, <laughs> if pigs like cycle synced if they like when they live like when the female pigs live together if their cycles would align meaning that they would um, be fertile at the same window and stuff mm-hmm. like that and so we looked it up and they do so they it says according to a veterinary manual online sows in the same group cycle at the same time and participate equally in group maternal behavior usually one sow will remain with the piglets while the others forage so that's it's really cool they have like a hierarchy set up and that's just the way i guess they're designed to do it isn't that so, so crazy and they don't even like talk and they just yeah. know to do that you know yeah like humans like when we you know when our cycles sink right like you know if you live with a bunch of girl roommates or your sister or whoever or your mom yeah right like you can communicate with words but like pigs just like yeah they just naturally it just happens so <gasps> that is so really cool, cool. That is so really that's the cool. only thing that we can for like oh we don't know maybe we mm-hmm. could look it up so Sounds There's nothing good. really to correct. I don't think nobody's told us we said something horribly wrong. So. <laughs> Go us. I'm just patting myself on the back right now. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, so, Michaela, do you want to tell us what we're going to be talking about this week? Yeah. So this week we're going to be talking about farm updates. So we have some funny stories near the end. We ha- we're going to talking about like all the things that are kind of just happening. I've written down um like over the past couple months really some of the stuff that's happened on the farm and so we're just going to talk about all those things and yeah get into a little bit more detail about them that's so exciting um I guess like where we'll kind of start off is pigs let's start about pigs yeah so um in the past month or so we sold we sent 13 pigs to butcher and we are starting now to sell the meat so this is like usually happens once a year we have been able to sell 13 pigs worth of meat last year and so we sent 13 more this year and That's so a lot of meat. yeah so they grow and we send them off and then now we can like start selling so that's a big thing for us is like we'll sell hopefully into next year that's um, so how, how do you guys sell like do you have like a website do you yeah we have a website that like for our farm um so we sell through there's like a like a order form Mm -hmm. on the website people can order like quarter pigs half pigs full pigs and then people also order can order like individual cuts Mm. and so we so we sell on the website but that's probably like normally we direct people to the website to buy just so that we can like fill out forms but like it's like easier to manage how we sell it like how we market it mostly is through word of mouth Ah. and then social media mostly that's awesome. So like Instagram. Yeah. And if you're not following that, Ruach Farm. Yeah, at Ruach Farm. <laughs> <laughs> the website's ruachfarm.ca. And that's R-U-A-C-H. Yeah. <laughs> Just a little shameless plug there. <laughs> that's okay. Well, so you said 13 pigs. Is that like all from the same sow? Like, or was that like a mix? All from the three. Oh, okay. Yeah. So we take all of our piglets. Okay. And then. And yeah. where do you take them? We have to take them to a place we've taken them. A different place last year than this year. So the place we took them to is in uh, Chrysler, I think it's called. Was that far from here? It's like an hour and 40 minutes away. Oh. It's really our only option. Okay. Like, is That's to the go. closest one? Yeah. And it was a really good experience. Oh. We really liked the butcher. We They were able to get us a couple more cuts, like sausages this year. And, <gasps> and they're really good, by the way. Yeah, we really... <laughs> we've been, like... 
it, you just learn as you go like what your customers want what they don't mm-hmm. want so yeah we're hoping that the sausages do well and like if not i'll buy them all <laughs> <laughs> yeah we'll be eating a lot of pork yeah <laughs> yeah so yeah mostly so but it's just mostly exciting for us because we get to see that like from birth to butcher mm-hmm. and then you get to see your hard work and you get to see mm. people enjoying your hard work like that's yeah. really what's most exciting about it for us is like yeah yeah we get like the profit like we get the revenue back of course yeah um which is like we spend so much money on these pigs like of it's course. nice to see a re- like return of revenue absolutely yeah. but like we also get to see people yeah. enjoying what we've made yeah and like that's really special too no totally well like every like morning you go out every evening you go out and then like weekends you're yeah. there like you have put like blood sweat and tears into this and then to see people like when they take a bite of something be like man this is good yeah. like you just it's like a sense of like ah oh, yeah we did good like yeah and this year we were able to with Stefan take marketing pictures so we've never been able to like show people what our pork Mm, looks like in mm -hmm. comparison to like a grocery store right cut of meat and so we were able to this year take really good nice photos of like our pork and what it looks like and so honestly i've sold a lot of people on really our pork just by saying oh like they're like they don't when you tell them that there's a lot of intermuscular fat and it Mm -hmm. looks dark and all of these things like, like yeah okay, yeah okay whatever okay yeah and then they see a picture of it and they're like oh, oh shoot. shoot yeah, yeah. Like, that's like a freaking steak yeah and i'm like yeah so i was <laughs> at the dentist today and i she's they're always personable so it's like of what course. do you do and i'm like oh, i own a farm and she was like kind of like oh that's kind of cool and then by the end of it i was like oh i'll just show you a picture and so i showed her a picture that Stefan took and since tonight she bought a butt roast and a picnic <laughs> roast so seriously so it's just like word of mouth and getting the, the word out that's awesome and talking to people and they yeah. tell their friends and like okay so yeah word of mouth is like a huge deal yeah. so like back to the picture thing um did you guys have like a little photo shoot yeah <laughs> yeah so we kept one cut of each okay um like that we got back and mm-hmm. then we were just we did a full photo shoot and that it was just so cool. fun it was so fun that's so. are you in the pictures too yep my hands are in the pictures you'll Ooh, see my you're a hand model now a little sneak tattoo oh my goodness <laughs> <laughs> that's super cool yeah. the pictures are really really nice and it, yeah it kind of gives like people who are visual yes and like we you know like people say like you eat with your eyes yeah right like you when you see something that looks good your mouth is like, yeah, it's going to taste good. Yeah. And your brain like tells you that. So it's super nice to see like, you know, the pork chops that are, you're like, yeah. is that a pork chop? Like, heck yeah, it is. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's really cool. Like, and people will like, we sell a lot of word of mouth mm-hmm. and then we tell people like we point people towards our website or mm-hmm. Instagram. And so it's important for us to have those things as well. Mm-hmm. So it's not just like, oh, you should buy our pork. It's like, oh, you should buy our pork. And this is how. Right. And th- we have a proper like updated website with a proper Instagram. And like it just That's makes awesome. you look a little bit more legit. And like professional. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. And then you're kind of like making it easy for people. Right. Yeah. Because like, I don't know. I'm lazy. Right. Like yeah, we're all lazy. Looked <laughs> so. online, filled out a form and now she has fresh pork. That's awesome. Like, so yeah. <laughs> she's going to go home tonight. She's going to be like, honey, guess what I bought? <laughs> exactly. And also there's nice there's no minimum order quantity either. So oh, like, okay. So I told her like if you just want sausages for the weekend, no problem. Like just mm, like that's nice. So too. yeah. And like people who are like or maybe like don't eat pork normally. Yeah. Right? Like this would be a good like introduction. They might never go back to grocery store pork. Right? I can't. So, I won't. I can't either. If I run out of pork, I'm just like eh. 
when I'll we wait ran till out of bacon. Year. That was so <laughs> sad. Like we went out for we have went without bacon for yep. like months. I mean, it's probably not bad, honestly. I know it was good for my health, but <laughs> <Yeah>. whatever. <laughs> my cholesterol levels. <laughs> um. So wait. Okay. So you guys have bacon, sausages. What else? Like what other kinds of cuts of meat do you have? Um, bacon, sausages, pork chops, mm-hmm. butt roast, picnic roast, uh, ribs, um, ham. My mouth just started watering. Ground pork. I think that's I it. I love ground pork. It's so f- fun to cook with. I yeah. love ground pork. Yeah. So I think that's it. But we can, like, if you guys are actually really interested mm-hmm. in knowing the cuts, we did a full meat week on Instagram. So you can check it out. Mm. And we gave, like the cut that we have with a recipe that we mm-hmm. use and yeah so we yeah can and you guys also i thought it was really cool you showed where on the pig it comes from yeah which i thought was really interesting because i'm like okay butt roast like you know comes where from does it come butt, from yeah but like but that's in the name like picnic roast i don't know where that you know what i mean like yeah it just it, anyways i just kudos to you guys that was really good yeah it was educational lots of people <laughs> like they don't know and so it's nice to educate like and it's just nice to know where it comes from and it, yeah it helps with like your choice of like how you want to cook it and totally everything like that so yeah you can check that out if you're super interested that's but awesome yeah that's a big change on the farm is now we're selling pork so every you know weekend or people trickle in and we're like oh so they come mm-hmm. and they buy pork so that's awesome yeah. okay so you said you sorry this was long ago but you said you bring your pigs to the butcher how do you round them up? <laughs> so we learned. Okay. Like we, the hard way. Yeah. We <laughs> learned the hard way last year. Um, this year we rent, we uh, got a trailer from a good friend mm. and it was really, it was larger, which is oh, okay. important because the pigs don't get spooked as much if mm. they have a larger area to be in. Mm-hmm. And we fed them in the trailer. Nice. Um, oh, so I made them like, yeah, like a, a week before. <laughs> We started feeding them in the trailer. So they were used to it. And then basically you feed them in there the night before you close the door and you just don't open it back up yeah. until they're ready to go. Gotcha. So yeah, it was super easy That's yeah, all this time. And it was not like that last time. It was not <laughs> like it was horrible. We had to have two trailers. We couldn't get two pigs in. Oh no. And we had to, we were like waiting and we were like, we have the time to be at the butcher and we're like running behind. It was horrible. So this year we're like, that's not happening. You're like never again. Yeah. Like if we're going to be doing this for the next foreseeable future, we, need yeah, we need it. Something better. Yeah. So <laughs> that that's pigs. So that's the one thing that's happening with our pork. Very cool. Selling pork. And then we also have chickens. Nice. So in okay. the springtime we do chickens and we get day old chickens and they come in. So they're just baby chicks. Mm, like um, the yellow, little yellow ones. Yeah. Mm. And so we, we always have a brooding area for them. And so Typically, our brooding Wait, what is area. Brooding mean? Sorry. Oh, it's like it's a place that like they go with heat lamps. Oh, okay. Until they're five weeks of age, and so they stay warm. Okay. And like they can't be outside. It's just like yeah, warm place for them to brood, like to it's grow their up. Hotel. Yeah. And so we've had a place for them, mm-hmm. and it's kind of moved around as we've expanded our chicken coop. Mm-hmm. And so we had to expand our chicken coop even more because we were welcoming new hens. Oh. And so we had to do a third redesign (laughs) of our chicken coop. And it's always expanding and changing to our needs. Yeah. But this one we think is really, really good. We've added some more, um, like we said we wanted to talk about, um, like some things that help with us in our day-to-day chores and Mm -hmm. like, um, make it more efficient yeah. so we've added we had to add new 
laying boxes because there was more chickens. You have to have a certain amount of laying boxes per the amount of chickens you have. And that's where the laying hens go to yeah to lay their their eggs. eggs. And it needs to be safe. It needs to be kind (laughs) of dark-ish and like in a cozy cave. They like it like that. So we've added a new laying box. Cool. We added, we redesigned our roosting bars. We added more space just in general Hmm. and stuff like that. So our new redesign included like we have to clean it out every two weeks, every week. Yeah. Like we have to clean it out. And so we're like pain in the butt. Their roosting bars are like almost like a ladder. Okay. And so you have to get under the ladder. Oh, so you're like ducking down. You're ducking down. And so we were like, what the heck can we do to make this experience easier for us every week? More efficient. And so we put the roosting bars on hinges. Oh. And so like they latch up in the ceiling. So we just get, like shoo all the chickens off of it yeah latch them up in the ceiling and then you can walk around underneath them wow so you can have like a regular size yeah. broom yeah <laughs> and, and a so, regular size person the summertime you can latch them up during the day they have more space and stuff wow. like that or how sorry, did you in come the winter up, time how did you come up with that did you you were just like we were just standing there it? brainstorming and i was like hey wait what if we put them on hinges and then oh. everyone was like my dad and Lauren were like that's a great idea dude that's all you're like <laughs> I'm tired. My back hurts from yeah. bending down. Honestly, it sucked <laughs> cleaning them. So, so stuff like that. So we had to redesign that area. Okay. And so there was no room for a brooding area for chickens mm. or sort of for the day old chicks that were coming in. Right. And I hate like being never ready for an animal to come. Yeah. Sucks. I just want a place that's like dedicated. Yeah. It so, is like, the spot. It, yeah. And that's its sole purpose. So we made a room oh, in nice. our barn and our big barn and so it basically is i don't know how big it is but it's quite large it's quite a large room and now it's just set up for brooding area so that's awesome we were able to like put a raised floor and add walls and um now they just are in there with their ohio brooder and they brood in there that's awesome and so how many did you get a hundred wow yeah that's awesome and will all of them make it um well i guess na- nature decides what yeah it's now do. they're probably good yeah we got them early in april which is earlier than we normally get them mm-hmm. and it was still so cold in april Aww. that we lost seven i think we lost seven out of the hundred because they just couldn't stay warm even yeah. in their nice brooder we've made them like the ohio brooder like i have shared on instagram before there's lots of things you can look up like if you're listening and you are a farmer the ohio brooder has been like a huge game changer for us basically like you put heat lamps, typically you would put heat lamps pointing down mm-hmm. and like all the hot air would then escape because mm-hmm. there's no roof to your brooder. Right. And the chickens can't really get away from the heat. And so the philosophy is you put, it's like an upside down box and okay. the chickens can go out from underneath. Oh, oh well, yeah. It would be like floating almost yeah, so they floating. can go underneath. Yeah. So they can get away from the heat if they want. Oh, and okay. because it's upside down box, the heat stays in because it's nowhere for it to escape. <gasps> that's so smart so it's like a sauna when they walk yeah so i didn't come up with it it's it's something that people have used for a long time right i like created my own like like build for it because there was no plans online but Mm. like so we put blankets on the ohio brooder and still some chickens just didn't make it but that just kind of is what it is and yeah did you expect that yeah you always expect some to not make it okay so it wasn't a surprise yeah but like that's quite like if it was warmer temperatures we probably wouldn't have lost like maybe we would have lost two right like yeah wow so are these so you said april it's now may so are they outside yet or not yet uh they're going outside on saturday 
and where do they go outside they go into their chicken tractors oh that's the chicken tractor yeah. remember we talked about that <laughs> yeah so they basically it's just a building it's not a building it's like a little hut mm-hmm. that we've built and they go in there and they stay in there but we move the hut every day so nice so they get fresh grass fresh grass they, fresh bugs yeah exactly <laughs> so we so that will be happening that's going to be an update that's happening on saturday Ooh, that's um, exciting so yeah let's think so we had we're selling pork. We uh, made a new brooder for our baby chicks, which is very exciting. And we updated our chicken coop, mm-hmm. which is also very exciting. So a full regular size person can go underneath and sweep. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, it's so nice. Like we have to clean it on Saturday too. Mm. And what used to take us 45 minutes maybe now takes us 20. Like we've cut <gasps> it down in half. That's so nice. Yeah. And then you can spend time doing other things. Yeah. Because there's always lots to do, right? Yeah, so. exactly. So it just <laughs> helps us out so much. That's awesome. So, okay. You said about the chicken tractors. How many... I don't know if this is a specific question, but like how many chickens go in each chicken tractor? Like, do you generally like do all like, what did you say you lost seven? So like 93 of them go into one and, or do you kind of like split? The, like, I don't know. If how many chicken tractors like do you really have? If you have a really large chicken tractor, you could okay. probably put them all in one. Like people do, they have like hangers and they, it's a big, huge operation. Wow. We just don't have that space. And so we went off of somebody else's design and we did three. So basically this design can hold 30 chickens. Nice. In one. Oh, so like, nice. yeah, there's 93. Right. So like it'll hold 31. Right. But that's okay. Nice. Like, not a big deal. And that's, and they have enough room to move around. Yep. And, and like they said, they get moved daily. So they get fresh grass. They fertilize our lawn. They uh-huh, like. So it's a win-win. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> so they get to go outside. And so it's really fun. Yeah. That's really cool. Um, how and then okay, how long do they stay in the chicken track? Like, how long do you keep your chickens for? We keep them between nine and ten weeks. Okay, so it's basically like a fifty-fifty. I've tried to put them out earlier. Okay, but it did not work out very well. I lost a lot of birds because they were just too young. They didn't oh. have the proper feathers. And you just learn. Yeah. So yeah, I couldn't put them out that early. Okay. So. I, five weeks is really the tipping point right if it was warmer they could probably go out at four weeks i know but our ontario winters yeah, and spring good. and summer yes yeah, so like they have to stay in the brooder for five weeks and then they basically go out for four to five weeks right yeah wow 50 so 50 that's awesome that's really cool yeah I, it's it's gonna be yeah it's gonna be good <laughs> sorry we're making we're gonna make pizza <laughs> oh never mind pretend you didn't Forget that. Okay. Anyways. Lauren's digging in a cupboard <laughs> and we're going to be making pizza after this for context. And so if you do hear him, he's just digging in a cupboard trying to make pizza for us. <laughs> I'm really excited. We also just, this is totally off topic, but Stefan and I just got a smoker um, on the weekend because we didn't have a barbecue for a bit and like we wanted a smoker. And then we we're like, we get pork from you guys and yeah. you guys always talk about how it's the best oh, it's to do so stuff on the, smoker. on the smoker. And so we would always just have to go to his parents' house or my parents' yeah. house or to you guys. And Stefan's like, let's be real adults and get a smoker. <laughs> <laughs> That's Stefan and Emily's house update for you. Oh, yes. A farm update and a Stefan and Emily house update. Yeah, we got a smoker <laughs> <laughs> to cook some pork. That's right. Ruach pork to be specific. <laughs> That's all. Anyways, sorry about that. Um, okay. Um, is there anything else you want to say about the chickens 
Um, I don't think so. I think there's like, it's a pretty brief update, but yeah, yeah like, so we don't always have chicks on the farm, right? So mm-hmm. when we get them in the spring, it's exciting and yeah. everybody's ready and it feels so, like spring. Yeah, it is like a, an update, I guess is like, we don't always have them. So now we have them and Very we will, cool. they'll go in, I guess, four weeks now and then we'll start another round after that. So nice. And those will be like, then when do you do, do turkeys? Do you, um, do you at wait Christmas to, time? Yeah. Well, yeah, but like when? So when do you get those little baby turkeys? Fourteen weeks before Christmas, they do Ooh, fourteen. Okay, weeks. Okay, so yeah. that's a long way away. Yeah. Okay, I got you. I'm understanding yeah. now. <laughs> and okay, how tip large do your chickens grow? Sorry, that was oh, that that's just such came a hard. People always say I want a chicken between you know this and this, and I'm like, okay, so like I can't. <laughs> You're like I can't make any promises. The chickens grow fast and right. sometimes they go slow. And like last year they were smaller than we anticipated. So mm. this year we're doing an extra week, but we just don't know. So right. like we've had chickens that are like nine pounds and we've had chickens that are like three pounds. Oh yeah. Okay. And then is there also like, I remember you talked about like, um, the pigs and like turkeys and stuff, how there's like that stall point mm. where like you just keep feeding them, but then it's kind of like wasting your money. Yep. And that happens to the chickens too. Yes, and that, that's just kind of, you just have to And they reach know. their tipping point really quickly. Oh. So they'll stall and then they'll die. So <laughs> you're like, oh, okay. So like once they hit their stall, you need to deal with it. Right. So, oh, okay. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. They do eat a lot of food. I think there's a hundred of them and we'll probably like when they're eating their most, we'll probably go through like two feed bags a day. What? Yeah, like a and full how feed big bag is in the a morning. F- yeah, like how big is I a feed bag? I think it's like 50 kilograms. Oh, that's heavy. Yeah, it's heavy. Yeah. <laughs> that's a so lot of food. So they eat a lot of food. Well, and, so. and I guess, and we talked about that, right? That they're genetically made to do that. Like yeah, that like they're is, bred. Yeah. They're bred. So like meat chickens are meant to be meat chickens. Yeah. They're meant to get fat and yep. be juicy and good for yep. us, the consumers. <laughs> yeah. And so they, they have a great life out there. And, mm-hmm. Well, and it sounds like they do. They get to live in a chicken tractor yeah. and get fresh grass every day. Yep. And bugs. What yep. else could a chicken want? <laughs> yeah. Seriously. That's like, that's all they want. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. It's a chicken's life. <laughs> um, so we kind of gave like an animal update. Is there anything else that like on the farm that's been happening? Yeah. We got our farm registration. Whee! Which is a big deal for us. It's taken it's taken us a long time, and so like in Ontario, you have to prove that you make seven thousand gross oh. a year. Okay, and so it doesn't matter like what you spend. It's just as long as you had like income of right. seven thousand, you can apply for your farm number hmm. and register your farm. So now Rock Farm is a registered farm in Congratulations. Ontario, and. Yeah, so we get like our paperwork and we can become part of like, we can be members of like a group, a farming Ooh. group and a club. Yeah, so my mom has been working really hard on that, like mm. admin side of things, trying nice. to get us sorted. And so it took us, you have to prove in full fiscal year. And so we did make that our first year. And so now this is our second, uh, I don't know. Anyways, we've made it in our first year, but we then have to apply and it takes a long time. And so mm-hmm. now... Yeah, so it's a really big thing to be, like, registered. And not a lot of, like, small farms can say that. So it's really exciting. That's really cool. So I guess that's kind of, like, the difference between having, like, a hobby farm Mm -hmm. and then versus, like, a real farm that, like, makes money and is 
productive towards society. I don't know. You don't like something I like that. I think it's just like when you get your farm number, mm-hmm. you can get like farm license plates. You can get like discounts at certain stores. And so oh. it's just kind of like your farm has grown to a certain point where the government recognizes right. that you are making money and well, quote unquote, making money. But right. You're making enough to be a part of that group. That so is it's really just cool. Like, kind of like backyard farmers. Yeah. And then now you're like a registered farm. Wow. Well, congratulations. Yeah, that's really thanks. great. It's really exciting. Like, so that's a really big update. And so now we can get like farm plates for our truck and like, oh, yeah, stuff like that. Different <laughs> groups give you like different things. So we have to like choose a group we belong right. to and then. Yeah. So I was going to say like, I love Abraham. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. (laughs) It's just like you get, and it's mostly like for the business side of things. Like we'll get like tax returns on our, like on our farm purchases now. Oh, that's nice. Where like we get like tax reductions and stuff like that. So it just puts you in a whole different category. Yeah. So like it really helps. Like when we go to buy feed, maybe it'll be less tax like that before. So it will help. But yeah, it's just super exciting to feel like we're like all that hard work. Yeah. And it's like now it's only a piece of paper, but mm-hmm. like now we have it. And so like mm-hmm. that's exciting. No, that's really cool. Congratulations. That's Thanks. that's like a really big accomplishment. Like, yeah, that's really good. And like you guys have worked really hard for it. Yeah, so. we worked. Yeah, it was. And like not only just like work really hard to get the money, mm-hmm. but then you have to go through the whole hoops of like calling Ugh. people and emailing people. So, yeah, my mom did a really good job. Thanks, Aunt Salome. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, she does a lot of more behind the scenes and mm-hmm. then but it's needed right like totally. it would never happen if we weren't doing that so yep. no yeah. that's really cool that's awesome um and i don't know yes. if you, you guys moved yeah so lauren and i have lived in the farm for about two two and a half years now and we felt like especially not just like the registration but mm-hmm. we felt like we've grown this business mm-hmm. and like the farm to a place that we are super happy with mm-hmm. and it now it's not self-sufficient right but it's sufficient enough yes that we don't have to be uh, like the best way to explain it is like over the past two and a half years we've been building so much infrastructure to just house the animals we mm-hmm. have and now we have the animals we want mm-hmm. and the infrastructure is there it's more about like maintaining what we've built right and so we couldn't have built what we did if we weren't living at the farm. Of course. But we don't have to live at the farm to maintain it. Nice. And so, like, we have, our plan was always to build something on the farm mm-hmm. or close to the farm. Mm-hmm. But it's just not possible in this moment. Right. And we felt like, okay, but it's still time for us to get our yeah. own place. Like, we didn't buy a house. We're still renting a house. So mm-hmm. if we, things go differently, we yeah. have some flexibility. But we're just super happy with the way the farm and the business is that we can have a little bit of separation, but still be fully committed to its success and the animal's welfare. So like we still go there every day. Right. We still feed all the animals, interact with all the animals. Yeah. We still look at the farm and and are present every day. You just don't sleep there anymore. Yeah. We just don't sleep there. Yeah. But that's kind of nice for you guys too. Yeah. So it's a nice little family update. And it's nice for my mom and dad too. Like they have their house back. Yeah. And like, yeah, so it's just been really good. So we've been in our new house now for uh, almost two weeks. We have no furniture, (laughs) but we're loving just like we have a bed and a kitchen table, but we're just loving. That's all you need. Like being (laughs) in town and and just having our own space. And Mm -hmm. so it's working out really, really well. Nice. And how's it going back and forth doing chores and stuff? We used to commute to Carlton Place every 
day morning for work. work. And so it's basically a reverse commute. We don't commute to work anymore, but we commute to the farm in the evening. Mm, Okay. So you don't have to go in the mornings. Yeah. So we don't go in the mornings. My dad does morning chores, which are fairly light for one. Like it's enough for one person to do. Mm -hmm. And then Lauren and I go in the afternoon to do more like heavy stuff. Right. And then do you guys still go on weekends and do like the whole. Yep. We're still there every Saturday. (laughs) Nice. And so like the Saturday we have a full day of work. Yeah. And then we usually like even at the farm, we usually take Sundays off. So Mm -hmm. Sabbath yeah so we won't go like we'll still do chores and we still maintain our animals welfare and but we just do the minimum nice so we don't do any large projects typically on sunday anyways right so that hasn't really changed nice oh good for you guys yeah so we're super happy about it and it's a little update like we tease it a little bit on instagram but it's nicer just to like in this long format to be Mm -hmm. able to explain a little bit of our heart behind it. Yeah, like the farm isn't closing. They're yeah. still there. <laughs> I was afraid to say, be like, oh, we're moving because people might think like we're not in it anymore. Yeah, you're not a part of it. But you're like, no, no, we're still 100% in it. We're yeah. just literally sleeping somewhere else. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and to be honest, before the f- we even moved to the farm, mm-hmm. we were living somewhere else and yeah. still doing the farm. But we moved in because we were building infrastructure. Like we were building something from the ground up and we needed to be there in order to make it happen. Right. But now it feels like it's in a different stage. Totally. And it's like, like you said, like uh, the maintenance of it. And like, there's still, of course, like the daily chores and stuff, but it's not like you're not having to like clear out a whole barn and like do a huge burn pile and like yeah you know like you guys have done all that the past two years yeah we still have some larger projects on the list but Mm -hmm. they can be done you know over a saturday (laughs) yeah over a couple saturdays exactly so yeah they're not like pressing yes so i'm happy about that i think everyone's happy about that my parents feel like everyone feels settled and everyone felt it was just time yeah and we feel like you know yeah god's gonna work through us wherever Mm -hmm. we are and we trust that like he has a plan for Mm mm-hmm for us and for our lives and for the farm and everything. So, Mm -hmm. so yeah, we're excited. Yeah. That's awesome. (laughs) Um, I saw we were talking earlier. Michaela said she had a funny story for the farm. Yeah. I have a couple of funny stories. I wrote them uh, down. She wouldn't tell me beforehand. She was like, you have to wait. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So these kind of go hand in hand together. Well, so I have three. So the first two kind of go hand in hand together. The piglets are pretty mischievous. Like we've talked about before. Mm hmm. But sometimes the larger pigs get a little mischievous too. And so they'll go out to the field and like find things like (laughs) treasures is what we call them. And they bring them back and they'll like tuck them away in their beds or like you'll (laughs) see them and playing out in the field and you're like, what, what is that? And so one day we go out and we're just like normal, normal. And I look over to Abraham's like little area and he has a huge stick, like massive stick like a branch and he just like took upon himself to pay, to pull out of the woods and like for an acre drag it back to his little spot and it wouldn't fit through the door because he couldn't put it in his bed and so it's just out there and he has to step over yeah, it each time just sitting outside of his little hut and there's just a little stick uh, not little it's huge stick and so he's very proud of his stick and you can see him sometimes he's out there munching on his stick <laughs> he said he found a little treasure for himself and he just keeps it and so so like they have like abraham like they all just have like a little personality yeah. it's so funny that they just find stuff and you're like what the heck like yeah, like what was going through your brain yeah 
no it couldn't fit it through the door so i just left it outside and then he just chomps he lies down you can see there's like a like a little dent in the ground where he lies down and he's been <laughs> chewing on a stick <laughs> so awful. it's like they like to play and so the second story is kind of similar we have like we have a couple dogs on the farm like our dog and my sister brings her dog over and they have we play ball with them and sometimes there's like a rogue ball mm-hmm. that like gets launched and we can never find it the dogs play with it but somehow they lose it and Warren goes out one day and the piglets <laughs> are losing their minds over something like they're running after each other and Lauren's like, what is happening? Like, what are they doing over there? So he walks over and the pigs scatter because they're scared of Lauren. And on the ground, what they've been playing with is a little dog ball <laughs> that they found somewhere. And like, they just love to play with it. And we took it away because we're not really sure exactly what, like, we don't want them to chew up the rubber and eat it or something. Sure, but like, what if they swallow it and it chokes? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so we took it away, but they were loving the that toy. So like they're super fun, like they love to play and and it was just so funny because they were like they knew they were doing something bad, like they knew they shouldn't have it, <laughs> really? and so they were trying to like they they all wanted it because right. they knew it was forbidden, but then when Lauren went, they like scattered. They're like, Dad's <laughs> coming. <laughs> so like they yeah so That's... little fun things they find treasures out there. One time we found like they brought back four horseshoes. And we were like, where did you guys get these? And they just bring them back and put them in their beds and keep their treasures around. (laughs) You're like, it's so weird that like, I never thought pigs would be like that. That is, they're just like little kids. Like little kids do that, right? Like they find like a bottle cap on the street and they want to keep it forever. Forever. You're like, okay, well maybe not forever. We should put that in a safe place. (laughs) You can have it when you're older. (laughs) And so this last one, this last story is pretty funny. We have castration days for our piglets like we've talked about before and everything was fine and then I was out feeding the pigs one day by myself which normally doesn't happen but Mm -hmm. so I don't normally spend that much time in the pig pen but I was waiting for stuff to fill up because I was just by myself and Mm -hmm. I was looking and there was a piglet and I was like that piglet's not castrated oh no like we missed it and Uh I was like oh no like and then he's like but I'll go out and look and he was like yeah no that pig we missed it oh shoot and that's not good, right? No. And so they're easy to catch when they're babies. But yeah. like this piglet was outside. Oh, and so no. we had to spend, we spent 45 minutes trying to catch this pig. Oh and, no. And the vet was like, you have to bring it in. So we had to bring it right. to the vet. So eventually we finally caught this pig. And we called the vet and we're like, we're on our way. And she was like, I'm not here. Oh no. Any longer. Oh shoot. <laughs> and we were like, we can't catch this pig again. Yeah. Like it was already suspicious the first time. Right. Lauren basically had to like dive on this pig to catch it. <laughs> and so we called a friend. We called and she's a vet. And we were like, we need a favor so bad. Yeah. But she lives in the middle of town. Like it's not a busy town, but like a busy road in the middle of town. Yeah. Like, and she was like, oh, just bring it over. <laughs> yeah, we're going to bring this pig with you. Yeah. So she brought this pig over and her neighbor her husband's knocking on the neighbor's doors and like just so you know like we're gonna be castrating a pig and we're not killing anything over here and like these people are like city people like they're like okay and so we bring this piglet to her and it's in the middle of town she just like we drop the tailgate she castrates the pig and then she's like okay (laughs) so the piglet screams a little bit so that normally doesn't happen (laughs) We normally castrate the pigs in the farm, but this one got missed. And so 
and that's pretty like they squeal right when yeah (laughs) when you pick them up they squeal and like once you hold them a certain way they're pretty good Mm -hmm. but like it's not a fun time for them like it's is it painful painful. for them it momentarily oh and then it's yeah yeah and like they're probably sore like right for a little while after maybe Mm -hmm. like 12 hours but after that it's fine that's in the middle of town yeah and you're like (laughs) you're like well hopefully we don't mess it yeah Yeah, we'll just duck out of here real quick (laughs) so yeah so everyone was warned that we were not indeed killing pigs that we were just performing a procedure on the side of the road in the middle of town (laughs) which is normally performed on a farm you gotta do what you gotta do though (laughs) yeah we weren't catching it again so we were so thankful to have some connection oh that's so good oh but yeah so those are some little fun stories from the farm. I love that. My <laughs> face hurts from laughing. That was good. <laughs> oh, well, that was really good. Well, anyways, that kind of like concludes what we were going to talk about this week. Yeah. So we wanted to just thank you guys so much for taking the time to listen. Um, we're available on Spotify, Apple and Google podcasts. So yep. wherever you liked, you know, like the classics say, listen to us wherever you listen to your podcast, yeah, wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> I always love hearing that. Yeah, uh, and if you have any questions or you want to comment on anything that we yeah. said or have want follow up questions, just reach out to us on Instagram or Facebook. Send us a message. Yeah, and we'd be happy to have a conversation. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, we're open. Our DMs are open. Yep. <laughs> and next time we're talking about all things laying hens. Ooh. So we're going to talk about in general just laying hens, what they do, how like any questions really that Emily has. Um, and also some better ways that we've automated our coop. So we've talked about the roosting bars, but there's a lot of other things that we do day to day to help nice get us more efficient. Not at all. I'm excited. That's going to be good. Yeah. And our egg business and everything. So we'll be looking forward to next time. Yeah. Thank you guys again so much for listening. And, uh, I guess we'll talk to you next time. Yeah. Talk <laughs> to you then. Bye.